G'day guys, welcome back to the Pelican Scooper Hoop-Ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, and uh, at Hoopball Pels is the show, Hoopball Pels, P-E-L-S, um, go and give that a follow, that'd be fantastic, and uh, support the show. Um little bit of housekeeping before we get into it. Uh, if you don't mind jumping onto your little podcast app and giving us a review and, uh, and a rating, that'd be fantastic as well. Um, all of your support is much appreciated. The, the show's really been flying um, this season and uh, I owe it all to you guys. So thank you very much. Big shout out to everyone from all over the world that tunes in uh, episode after episode and gets to hear me talk about the Pels, I guess. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. So thank you very much. And um, and for supporting HoopBall as well, you know, head over to the website there, hoop-ball.com and check out it. all we've got going on over there. Um, if you like lots of different podcasts, go and uh, check all of that out as well. Now, might as well get into the show, I think. I suppose that's what we all came here for. This is the post game for the Spurs defeat. Unfortunately, we fell short um, once again. Uh not a very good result at all. Um, Pelicans were competitive the entire game, and uh, it just was one of those games where we hung around, hung around, hung around, and just fell short. You know, we were never convincing. Um, the Spurs were never convincing, and in the end, we fell short, uh, 117 to 114. So three-point defeat. Um, Brandon Ingram for us was the star. He starred with 29 points. It definitely was a bit of a um, rebound game after his one for nine shooting from three in the previous game. He came out hot. Um, he actually still only ended up with uh, two of seven from three in this game. And uh, in the first quarter, he was, he was automatic. And I don't know why, for some reason, he plays the full first quarter and then we just don't see him again for long, long stretches. I don't know whether or not that ices him. Who knows? Um, but uh, it seems to be having an effect on him. He finished 11 of 23 shooting on the night. Pretty efficient otherwise. Uh, only one turnover and um, he was solid. But uh, down the stretch, we really failed to capitalize and close the game out. Other not uh, notable games, pardon me, uh, Zion Williamson, 23, 14 rebounds, 5 assists. He had 8 of 15 shooting and only 11 free throw attempts. This kid honestly got hammered all night. He, it was the hardest 23 points he'd ever have to earn, I think. Uh, he he got a lot of offensive rebounds, uh, getting hold of the ball after missing his own shot. You know, he had eight offensive rebounds, only six defensive, four turnovers. And it really was a night that the Spurs decided to hone in on him. They said, well... Let everyone else beat us. If we don't get 30 points out of Zion or 34 or 35 points out of Zion, make them beat us. And they just threw bodies at him. Every time he went near the ball, they just built a wall. And um, fantastic coaching from Popovich because it really was um, a masterclass in how to deal with him. You're never going to be able to stop him. You're never going to be able to completely stop this bloke. Um, and while they're not officiating him probably to the level that Pelicans fans would be happy with. You know, he really... This was probably the first real test where it came against him and this defense was locked in on him. 
you know. Bledsoe had a good game, uh, 19 points. He was solid, 6 of 13, shooting 2 of 5 from 3. Off the bench, uh, Billy had 12 and 8. He was solid in 18 minutes. We didn't see any Kyra Lewis Jr. at all, which I thought was a bit odd. I mean, yeah, okay, it's probably one of those games where you want to win, but I think he could have mixed something up. You know, we had no JJ Redick. There were the minutes to go around. Nikhil um, got hold of those, which was nice, but JJ was out with a with a tight hamstring. Just an interesting, lackluster night. It wasn't really a game that... Like, I don't feel terrible about it. I'm not going to rant and rave like we threw it away. We just hung around and didn't really finish the game off. I don't know. The last possession was bizarre. We um, did everything right, and then no one wanted to take the shot again. And you can't lose games like that just by not having the confidence to to pull the trigger. So who knows? We head over to the Spurs. DeRozan was the difference maker for them. He had 32 points and 11 assists. A couple other stats, but nothing notable. 10 of 12 from the free throw line. He got there a lot, and uh, he was absolutely on a tear. Another guard that has dominated us. And it is so frustrating to see that we can beat teams convincingly, but for one guard uh, just tearing us a new one. So uh, it's frustrating to see, you know, we did really well containing uh, Yucca Pirtle. He has been on a tear himself um, in terms of gobbling the rebounds. He had 11, but we got him in foul trouble early. LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, in his new bench role, 21 points off the bench. He was solid in only 23 minutes. But uh, again, unfortunate. You know, Deontay Murray, 37 minutes, 18 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, including a huge strip on um, Josh Hart in the final quarter where he was did everything right, grabbed the rebound, and then uh, he was clean stripped. And it was just disappointing. You know, you get frustrated seeing those things, but we can whinge or we can just get on with it. So, disappointing, disappointing. I mean, it was on the road. We haven't been very good on the road this year. I think only 5 and 12 or something like that. Um, but you've got to have a crack. If we head over to the quarter-by-quarter, quarter, um, New Orleans and San Antonio, Quarter one, they came out, Spurs came out 33, we scored 32. Quarter two, they scored 34, we scored 29, and they went in with a little bit of a lead at halftime. Um, third quarter, we only scored 22 points. So we went back to our uh, fantastic efforts that we used to do and went to sleep at halftime. Uh, they scored 26. So, you know, it wasn't a blowout, but again, you need to score more than 22 points in a quarter. You, you can't. You can't do that. Um, in the fourth quarter, they are up by 10 at one point. We came charging back and scored 31 points. And they only scored 24, but it was a little bit too late, unfortunately. Um, just wasn't good enough, honestly. Um, and one of those things that I suppose we can, we can learn from, we can go and reflect, and no doubt uh, Stan is getting on the boys about this because... Um, not being able to close games down the stretch is so frustrating. And to be able to, again, score over 110 points, um, we're now right up there in the offense. I think we're nearly fourth in the league in, in offense. But struggle on defense when Stan was brought in as this defensive-minded coach. And really, we're just underachieving which um, on that end. And it's a shame because the offense is clicking. And um, credit to all the other guys, the assistants and the like, for getting that going. I think 
uh, Casey Hill, I think, is the assistant there that uh, has been working on that. We saw a bit of a snippet from him on the uh, on the pregame, but uh, just disappointing. We got to lock in, and I've seen I've seen on the Pels Twitter there's been a lot of rumours about whether or not we go and get like a guy like Marcus Smart or someone like that, a real a true bulldog guard defender, and perhaps that's possible. You know. Another guy we could keep an eye on, De'Anthony Melton at the um, Grizzlies. He's had a really good season and looks like he's going to be the odd man out in uh, Memphis with the return of Justice Winslow, who's another good guard defender. He found his own in a big blowout the other day uh, against the Houston Rockets. They they had a good win. The, the Grizzlies did, uh, mind you. Now, do we need to go out and get another player or do we just need to get the guys to lock in? I don't know. But the defensive sets at the moment, it's it's frustrating because I know the the season has been so compacted that there's not this time for the guys to go and practice and train and work on these sets that they'd usually get to, especially on the road because the guys go to the hotel, they go to the practice court to warm up, then they go to the game, then they go back to the hotel. They don't get to do anything else. So there's not this camaraderie that you get to build and this, uh, I suppose symbiosis especially uh that you can then translate onto the court and it's suffering on the defensive end because the guys just aren't communicating we're getting done steve got done defensive three seconds and you're looking at these things that are just bread and butter turnovers that we can just get rid of and um yeah we're, we're in a bit of trouble we need to work out how to slow down guards you know we've been torched by beal fox uh chris paul booker Heaps of different guys, you know, it's been an absolute uh, chaotic um, issue that we've had, you know, we've really struggled to contain those opposing guards and we're going to have to focus in on that. Now, it's not all lost, we go on and play the Jazz, uh, I suppose by the time this gets up it'll be today and that's one of the marquee games of the day, I think it's another national game, um, last time we beat, or we played the Jazz, we played them twice, they're like one of the best teams in the West, if not the best. I think they're on top. They are. Yep, 27-7. and seven. So, you know, we we had a big whinge about it a few weeks ago when we played them. And, you know, I was there, oh, we're on a road trip, we're carrying on. Um, but this is a side that we could hang with, and we have tried to, and we almost did beat them twice. Again, it's going to be a measuring stick game. If you can step up against a good side like this, well, who knows? You know, the future's bright. We're sitting at 14 and, and 19 on the season now. Only 11th. Uh, so just outside the play-in. Memphis is 15 and 15. Dallas is 16 and 16. We're not close to 500 yet. So we're going to have to um, we're gonna have to dig in, especially after this All-Star break uh, next week, and reset and see if we can salvage it. Well, not salvage, but try to make something of this season and and get to where our uh, our pass mark was, which was getting into the plane. So we'll see what happens. But um, all the teams around us seem to be playing semi-decent basketball and the ones we're chasing are improving, which is not something you look forward to. But we take this Jazz team on. Um, again, Rudy Gobert is going to be a problem. The All-Star, um, Donovan Mitchell, is a guard that was an All-Star, is a first-time All-Star. Congrats to him. He's going to be a bit of trouble. And we're going to have to take that three-point shooting away. I know I've, I said, oh, we'll let Rudy score on you. But you've got to contain him. You can't just let him have 45 on you. But 
I honestly think if we can force them off the perimeter, we could win this game. If we can chase it, funnel them in to uh, into Stephen Adams and Billy and guys like that down low, well, they'll be in. A, they, we could pull this one out. I don't know, perhaps, but um, all will be revealed, I suppose, at uh, nine a.m. tomorrow for me. But uh, I suppose at seven p.m. Central Time, um, doing my quick time conversions. Now, but I, I digress. Now, before I jump into my three key takeaways from the Spurs game, I'll do my little housekeeping, as I always do. Um, thanking the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL on deposit. You get a deposit match up to 50% of your initial bet uh, for all your betting pleasures. And manscaped.com, great friends of the show. Uh, HOOPBALL20 is the code that'll give you 20% off and free shipping and ExpressVPN expressvpn.com slash hoopball will give you a, a little little bargain if you try to sign up for 12 months you'll get 15 which uh, for a VPN service they're pretty good from all reports so if you need a VPN go and go and get one to dodge those blackouts and uh, tell them hoopball sent you so very good now my three key takeaways from the game number one Closing games is becoming a real problem. And whether that's on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball, we need to address that. Because you go and score 31 points in the last quarter. Yep, cool. But if you get in a position where you've come back from 10 down, you've got all the momentum behind you and you can't execute down the stretch, that is something that we're going to have to work on. We need to address and, and have a... We keep getting these situations where we're down by a possession and then we just, like, give it up, you know. And, and that's disappointing because this team, if they could close games, would be sitting in the playoffs. I can I can absolutely... I reckon if we went back through all the games, we'd be sitting above 500 in those late-game situations, the games we were just throwing away. So, of course, this is teething issues with the young guys, but um, it's, it's really... It's year one of a rebuild, isn't it? Year one... 51 games or 55 games or whatever it is in Zion's career his career has been where the rebuild started and that's um that's something we're going to focus on so all is not doom it's not doom and gloom we've got plenty of time for the guys to develop and learn that skill of closing games and we're going to be pretty exciting when we do figure that out but uh it is frustrating as a fan to sit there watching going oh wouldn't have taken that shot or is someone going to take a shot or yeah it's um it's frustrating, but Kido, we know that we can compete with these good sides. Um, you know, San Antonio is right up there in the, in the West as well. They're fifth in the West, so for us to hang with them and get within one shot, um, you know, that's it's no mean feat. Uh, number two, my second key takeaway is where did the Kyra Lewis Jr. minutes go? I mean, he was he didn't he had one rookie game that was pretty average, but He's a rookie, so give him the minutes. Let him chew on them. It'd be great to see him get out there and, and just have a bit of a burn. We saw him playing in the first quarter in some games, and all of a sudden that sort of disappeared. So he's a disruptor, and that's what I like. So if you can't get a guy that can change with a bit of change of pace and a bit of um, a bit of shit on his liver, I guess, um, he is someone that we need to play and we need to develop and invest time in. So I hope um, Stan starts bringing him back in and 
give Nikhil some more minutes as well. You know, these guys can't develop by just sitting there doing nothing. I, I think there's a benefit in watching, but there's also a benefit in playing. And you can't just be predictable. You've got to keep mixing things up and getting these young guys going. And these guys are hungry, so give them a run. Anyway, number three, my final key takeaway is it's not time to sell everything. You know, Lonzo's been much improved. JJ obviously got sore hamstring. Um, I don't think it's, it's a moment of panic. I don't think this situation where we're at 14 and 19 on the season about to hit the midway point. It's not a situation where we just burn the house down and we throw out David Griffin and we throw out Stan Van Gundy and we we trade everyone and sell Lonzo off for a can of tuna. Like We can't be doing any of that. It is a situation where we just need to go through the motions and develop and, and, and deal with these teething issues because the guys, it'll come together. It will absolutely come together. But... Um, Looking forward to that happening a bit sooner than later, I think. So hopefully that comes together and uh, we start stringing a few wins together because it's always much more fun when we win. You know, Pelicans Twitter is a safer place when <laughs> when it is and Tw- Pelicans Facebook is even uh, even safer. It's probably another place where you, you don't go after a loss because it gets pretty hectic and um, there's a lot of people with pitchforks and torches trying to burn the place down. So we'll... Uh, We'll avoid that, but stay positive, guys, because there's still a long season to go, and we've got to remember we're playing 72 games. We're doing it a month later into the season. They usually, we start in October. We didn't start until what Christmas, so you know, like well, thereabouts, just before Christmas, and so you've already cut a whole month, just over a month of and a half of of basketball off. And you only cut 10 games out. You know, we're bashing out 10 games in two weeks. So, we'll see what happens. It'll come together. Have faith. Stay the course. Now, before I wrap it up, um, thanks again for everyone tuning in. It's been fantastic responses. I said at the top of the show. Been really, really uh, exciting to see the show grow. We don't want you guys to drop off. Keep it going. Stick with us. I'm doing my best to get these shows out as quickly as possible. I know this is a, well, I suppose it's Monday morning for you. So if you're on your your commute to work, well, put this in your ears and give us a listen. But we need a big rally. Uh, If you can jump on there and give us a a, uh, rating and review, that'd be fantastic as well because it all comes back and helps us out. And if it looks good on Apple Podcasts, it looks good to me, all for me. So I appreciate all of that. Um, Now, before I put a in it make sure you guys look after each other out there because everything's coming together where you know the vaccine's been discovered that's getting rolled out if you're that way inclined go and get hold of it and um let's beat this virus because i want to get back over to the u.s and have a look around and i'm getting itchy feet now that we've uh we've got the all-star game coming up and you got zion there going in there the dunk contest he hasn't ruled it out so that's another thing that we uh we got to look forward to on March the 7th, I think it is. Um, so do your part, mask up, and, and look after yourselves. Now, a little bit shorter than normal, but uh, we had a long one last time. I might try to get out an interview that I did a couple of, or maybe a week ago, um, with a special guest, and we'll get that out at some point. But for now, I'm Lyle Swithenbank, 
This has been the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. Look after yourselves and um, I'll speak to you after the jazz game. Bye for now. This has been a hoop ball presentation.